Welcome to the Health in the Real World podcast. I'm Chris Janke. I'm here today with Corey Hibben. Corey has been a trainer before, and now he's kind of branched off into doing some of the marketing and promotion, website design, things like that. So, Corey, how are you doing today? I'm good, Chris, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for thanks for joining me. Uh, tell you know, I give a quick introduction, but tell tell us you know in a little bit more detail what you do exactly and and who you help with your with your business. Yeah, so uh, I used to be a personal trainer, also worked in healthcare um, as an occupational therapist, and now ultimately I do more of the technical side of things in terms of building people's brand and business, uh, primarily through website design, development, uh, some sort of email marketing programs, campaigns, um, social media marketing, SEO, that sort of thing. And so more or less, it's basically a marketing agency for health and fitness professionals is kind of my main, main gig. Um, but prior to that was always like the health and fitness um, journey in terms of like working in that profession and helping other people and having clients and having patients. And so I really understand that side of things, but ultimately my passion now is kind of just helping people build their businesses. Yeah, that's cool. Now, how long were you a trainer? Uh, I did it for a couple of years. It was, I did my undergrad actually, uh, I'm from Minnesota. And so I did my undergrad and got my undergrad degree in exercise science and then spent a few years doing it, um, before I actually returned to grad school and got into more of a uh, healthcare. Oh, that's cool. And, uh, so I would imagine you just, something appealed to you about the marketing and I'm the same way. I, I, I work on my own website. I love it. I just, I think it's so interesting and just, it's fun kind of using that creative side and figuring out ways to explain what I do in different, different ways. Yeah. I say, I would think I, I more naturally um, kind of a, appreciate more of the business side of things, just like all the psychology that comes with it and just like understanding people and learning how to be empathetic and really connect with people. I've really kind of found that, that sweet spot in terms of, I love health. I love fitness. I love everything that comes a part of that. Um, but realistically, I think my natural skill set seems to fall more in like business and marketing side of things and just really having those relationships and helping people build an online presence and build an online brand. I mean, cause like there's no trainer that you've ever met in your life that hasn't said like, how do I get more clients? And so I love helping people solve that problem. Right. And that's cool. I'm sure you've seen that Venn diagram where there's the two circles that cross over, right? There's your interest and your skill set, and right in the middle is where they meet. And that's what you should be doing. So it sounds like you've found your, your niche in the fitness industry. So that's awesome. Yeah. It's funny you say that actually, has anybody yeah. ever, I don't know if you've done that exercise where like you make like a list of right, like all the things that you have skills in, and then you make a list of all the things like you're passionate about. And then you just draw a bunch of lines on like which one of those things connect. And then you slowly start to figure out like, okay, I'm somewhere in this realm. It's never like a clear cut picture, but then you just start trying stuff. You just start tasting things. You start experiencing it. You start like whatever you're interested in lines up with your skills and you start trying those things and slowly you start to figure it out. It definitely takes longer than I think most people think, but yes, I've, it's funny you say that I've done that exercise probably a dozen times before it's like, all right, this is sort of clicking now. So. Right. Right. Yeah, I took a personality and right after college and, and the same thing you just said, it was very broad, very general, but it basically said things like you should be working with people. You should be doing very big picture things and you should not be doing like little tiny things with your hands. Like my, I guess my fine motor finger dexterity was really poor. So I should not be like manufacturing sweaters on an assembly line. I should be talking to people, encouraging them. So 
I wound up where I guess I need to be too. So, um, so how did, how did you, what was your transition like from, from personal trainer? And then you're like, Oh, you know, I'm close. I'm, I'm sort of near where I want to be, but I'm, I still, I, there's something else that I really want to get to. Like, what was that transition like? Yeah. Um, so it kind of came through like most things in life, a place of pain. I mean, honestly, even like before that, like even the thing that got me into health and fitness in the first place was actually back in high school. Um, I was in a relationship with a girl that broke up with me and it was one of those, like my life is over forever kind of situations. And it actually sent me into a pretty dark and deep depression, probably the saddest I'd ever, ever been in my entire life. And I always say like, to some degree exercise kind of saved my life. It was something that really pulled me out of that. And it showed me that I actually could feel better and I didn't have to hate my life. And it was probably as simple as something as endorphins and just like seeing that experience show up in my life. Um, and so that was kind of the initial nugget that got me into like health and fitness. And so that was like, okay, the natural progression for me feels like I should become a personal trainer, right? That's just always like the first thing that seems to click for people of like, I love health. I'm going to be a trainer, right? right? That's kind of the most visible profession within the industry, right? Totally, totally, yeah. right? Or, or like nutritionist or dietitian or something in that realm, sure, right? Sure. Um, and so went to school, did that, got into the field, um, started seeing clients, and it was it didn't take very long for me to understand that like it wasn't my strong suit because like the people that were really thriving in that industry, for more or less, were pretty extremely extroverted. They had a lot of energy. And they just really just like would be ramped up all the time. And that right. really wasn't in line with who I was. I'm a pretty stoic person. I'm, I'm, I don't have crazy energy. Um, I'm fairly introverted. I'm, I consider myself more of an anavert. I can do great with people, but it's not like it doesn't charge me up. Right. And it was like trying to figure out like, okay, I love this stuff. I really, truly do. But honestly, it's like, I just prefer like, I would read a study or do I need to become a a teacher in this industry or like something that can kind of use more of the skill sets that I'm naturally gifted on um, without all the extra extroversion that comes from being a personal trainer or a group fitness trainer or everything with that. And so I was like, okay, again, the natural progression for me was like, well, um, healthcare professional, right? I can be a little bit more one-on-one. -on -one. We can have maybe conversations about people's health in terms of like, how can I really help do uh, deep rooted issues in terms of like what's going on with your health. Again, got into that industry. And it was still a struggle in terms of like really um, feeling like I was thriving. And it really wasn't until the craziest thing is actually um, I just started going back to my roots as a child is like I used to be a nerdy gamer, like as weird as that sounds. I loved video games. I loved like building computers for people. I loved fixing stuff. Um, I love solving problems. I started learning how to program when I was like 10 years old and bought like a programming book. And so like oh, wow. I had this like nerdy inner child in me that was just like ready to come out. And so it was like, that was the moment for me where I was like, I can combine these, right? I know so many health and fitness professionals that need help with their technical problems and their technical issues. And so for me, it was like, I love that stuff. I can sit behind a computer. I don't have to talk to a ton of people and I can help the people I want to help and be in the industry I want to be in without feeling like it's not in line with my natural skill set. And so it was kind of like, it was a long progression to answer your question, but like eventually I kind of figured it out as I slowly started to put the pieces together and kind of put me where I am today. It sort of seems like you have the, a good ability to cross over. Like you can get very technical and I'm sure you could spend a whole weekend, like just on the computer, just doing your stuff. And then, 
but then you're what 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 was the term you called anavert not introvert or extrovert but a, yeah an amnivert so that's amnivert. basically yep that's basically someone I, I think most people fall in that category honestly right. is like they're generally pretty good with people you can do great in social situations but you seem to kind of need that time to sit down and recharge and be more introverted right right, right. yeah because i know the the technical definition of introvert and extrovert is where you actually refuel like where if you are not quite feeling like yourself, like, what do you do? Do you go in a group of people and become the center of attention? Which I think honestly, very few people are truly extroverted because I think, but at least for me, like I can, again, I can be with people. I can psych myself up for it. Uh, I do really well with one-on-one conversations, but if I'm off my game, give me a corner and a blanket and a, you know, I want to just like curl up with a book or uh, watch a movie or something. Right. Totally. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so what about you and your, I mean, you were a trainer, you're into fitness, uh, your own personal health journey, you mentioned starting to exercise kind of after a big breakup. Uh, and where do you still struggle with your health and fitness? And what are some strategies that you've been working on to get past that? Great question. Um, I think the biggest thing for me was that I became too dependent upon it in terms of like it being the main factor of like really what was a part of my happiness. I think in that, in that transition of like saying that it, it really did pull me out of depression and it sort of to some degree saved my life also to that same point kind of took over my life in that the fact of like, if I didn't work out or I didn't eat a super healthy meal, or I didn't really take care of my body, that would somehow reflect on my identity. And I would feel bad about myself and I'd be depressed about it. So it was something that almost to the to point of like, destroying relationships took over my life. And it actually I had a second bout of issues when I was in grad school, where like, I was eating super healthy, I was exercising every day, I was in a grad program, I was getting straight A's, like everything feel, felt great and hunky-dory. And then somehow at that moment, I fell into a depression again. And I was like, what, what is going on here? Like, I feel like I'm doing everything I should be doing. I was doing everything I was before. Why am I suddenly sad again? And I realized at that time is because I had lost all my relationships. I didn't have the connections with the people in my life that were important. And and little day by day that that ticks away at you is one of the things that scares me so much about like all the stuff with like the pandemic and health and COVID and everything is like people don't understand the value of a relationship on your health more so than even just like exercise and eating healthy. And like that was a new lesson for me in grad school, understanding that importance. And so like I think even today I would say I still struggle um, with finding that balance and finding that middle way of being it's okay to like go out and enjoy a delicious meal or to skip a workout just to spend time with friends or family. Like those things are just as health giving as if it was to go to the gym or do yoga or whatever it is. And so I think still to this day, I'm still trying to find that like middle way. And honestly, like the strategies that I've found um, have been most effective for me is to kind of bake those things into your everyday life. And so like I have a trip coming up with a group of guys where we're going actually out to Washington to do a bunch of hiking and just to like connect. And it's like, trips like that forces me to like, okay, now I can't go to the gym because I'm on a trip with these guys. We're going to eat a little bit differently than we normally do. And it's going to be time to connect with these group of people and to have actual really important, valuable conversations. So it's like, I'm a total like scheduler and planner. And so like, I can easily just bake those things into my everyday schedule in the same way that I bake in like going to the gym or meal prepping or whatever else it might be. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. In fact, I wanted to 
to show. I don't know if you've seen any of the episodes, but I have a like a little graphic. Can you see that? Yeah. A little bit. Yep. Uh, five things that pop up as far as the basics for health. Plenty of sleep, positive relationships, healthy, which you were alluding to, healthy food, lots of water, and chill out. I didn't even put working out. And <laughs> the, the longer I've become, a, the longer I've been a trainer, the more I realize that it's important. Like you definitely need to be moving, but so many people fall into the category of where you were. And I've been there too, sort of like addicted to exercise mm -hmm. and seeing it as like the Holy grail. Like this is the one thing, but it's like, uh, you know, when you, when you put your t-shirt in the washing machine and it gets wet, like there's only so much wetness it can get. And then once it's wet, you can't make it any wetter. So, mm. you know, once you're fit, it's like, all right, do you need, do you need eight workouts this week or is five <laughs> enough? You know? So <laughs> I definitely understand that struggle that you've been through. Yeah. Um, it's it's yeah. interesting. Cause like, you're right in terms of it, it's, it almost becomes like addicting to some degree in the sense of like, you've, you've seen the results of like your hard work pay off and somehow now you've convinced yourself that more is better. And that's right. Rarely, if ever the case, especially if you, if you've had fitness be sort of like a lifesaver, like you were talking about, you go through a really traumatic breakup and you have just this sort of rock bottom experience and then fitness sort of pulls you out. I, I would imagine you have a tendency to see fitness as like, sort of like a savior. And it's like, all right, cool. Well, if it did that, then I should just keep going with it. And you know, anything, you know, like I, I played this game, like think of anything on the planet that cannot kill you, right? Like a cotton ball can kill you. You know, like um, anything water. can kill too much water can kill you. Anything good can can also turn bad if you don't practice, like you mentioned, the middle way, if you if you don't have that in balance. So that, I think that's a really good kind of learning experience to to get that, you know, fitness is good in moderation. And we also need to, to temper it with a lot of other things. And I also think, too, like I, I will say I think about this a lot in that it could have gone the opposite direction just as easily in the sense of like, I think that I'm very lucky in that story of that exercise was something that pulled me out of that because it literally could have been anything. It could have been, it could have been a religious belief. It could have been alcohol. It could have been drugs. It could have been. Uh-oh. There we go. All right, you were frozen for a while. Oh, man. Sorry. <laughs> uh, that's all right. I'll make sure to edit. Did you did you finish that whole train of thought? Yeah, I think through? so. I guess I okay, don't even cool. know where I cut out, but probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, if you want to say it again, you were talking about how you got lucky because it could have been anything. It could have been alcohol, drugs, a religious belief. Yeah, I, I mean, it was lucky for me in the sense of like, because at that time when I was in a vulnerable place of like sad and depression and trying to figure out how to get through something like that, it was actually my mom at the time, I was about 17 years old, that invited me to the gym just to like the YMCA. And it was through that one invitation that it was like, okay, I could go exercise and feel better, but it could have just as likely been anything else, right? And so I think a lot about that and that I, I 
am grateful that it was something to some degree, a little bit more giving than some of the other things that could have been, but yeah, it's just, it's something I think about it. And I do think it's interesting. Right. I guess a lot of that, a lot of that depends on how you use fitness, right? So like you're, it sounds like you're saying at that time, you, you may have been using fitness in maybe a negative way, like sort of using it as a crutch or maybe a distraction, right? Which you can use, you know, like you said, alcohol, drugs, and at least with fitness, there are enhanced, like life enhancing totally. attributes to it, even if you're using it in a somewhat addictive way. So totally, yeah, it all it sounds like it all worked out. That's good. I also so, think uh, too, like, I think a lot about just a side note, I think a lot about like catalyst habits. I don't know who I was just talking to about this, but like, I think there's certain behaviors that we have that seem to trickle into other areas, areas of our life that people underestimate. And I think, um, cause I think exercise or eating healthy or drinking eight glasses of water or getting a good night's sleep. I think people underestimate how much those little tiny things actually carry over into the rest of your life. Right. In terms of like, if you get a good night's sleep, the odds of you all of a sudden making a whole host of other positive decisions that next day are extra, like a thousand times better as opposed to like, if you were staying up really late watching Netflix and just wasting a bunch of time and now you're tired the next day, all of a sudden, like there's a whole host of other things that happen because of that one tiny behavior. So I think a lot about just like catalyst behaviors, whether it's like journaling or meditating or getting a good night's sleep or even just having one good meal and how that carries over into like, oh, all of a sudden I feel better and now I want to make more good decisions. But yeah. I love that concept of catalyst habits. It's like it's like those things that can definitely give you tons and tons of momentum, either good or bad, right? Totally. Yeah. So um let's uh, so Corey, this has been awesome getting your story and seeing all this. I, I want to go really big picture and imagine like you've been hired to give a motivational speech at either like a university or let's say like a corporation. And what's, what's your one to two minute motivational speech. You can go any direction you want with this. Oh man. Um, that's a big question. Um, there's something that my mentor told me a while ago and I've quoted it and anyone that's follows me has probably seen me talk about it and quote about it and journal about it. And I think about it a lot in that, um, money monetizes once, but skills and relationships monetize forever in the sense of where's your focus? What are you focusing on? What actually matters? Like what are the things that are actually moving levers in your life? And I can almost guarantee, if not promise you that it's skills and relationships at the end of the day. And when you strip it all down, even more so than that, I would say that relationships at the end of the day are really what we're here for. We're here to love. We're here to connect. We're here to meet people and to just experience what, it le- what it's like to be a human with other humans and never underestimate the value of relationships and how much that has an impact on your life. Because I guarantee you at the end of the day, when you're on that deathbed or whatever the case might be, you're going to think about the people in your life. That's what you're going to think about. Yeah. Yeah, nobody's ever going to say, damn, I wish I got like a 12% ROI instead of a 10. Man, it's so disappointing. (laughs) (laughs) I love that quote, though. Money monetizes once, but skills and relationships monetize forever. That's a mic drop right there. That's awesome. I love that. I wish I could take credit for it. It was my mentor that told me it, but it is something I think about a lot, honestly. Yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome. Well, uh, Corey, we're going to wrap it up, but I want to... Tell people how they can get a hold of you, uh, website, social media. Yeah. 
Um, so my website's Corey High, C-O-R-E-Y-H-I, just like you're saying, hi, Corey, but it's CoreyHigh.com. Um, and then you can find me mainly on LinkedIn or Instagram or pretty much the only social media platforms that I use, which is just Corey Hibben, or it's spelled like Hi Ben. Um, and then I also have a podcast called The Health Hustle, where we basically talk with other health and fitness entrepreneurs about their business journeys and their stories. Corey, thank you for me today, Health in the Real World. Hopefully we can stay in touch and, uh, and continue, maybe get you back on the show soon. Thanks, Chris. Love it, man. Appreciate it, brother.